Welcome, welcome to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and this is episode 14, where we're going to look at the other side of the coin, so to speak, the dark the side, dark side of, Bitcoin. of Bitcoin. Bitcoin potentially promises a bright future, but you may not be aware of Bitcoin's sordid past. Hacking services, illegal drugs, and even murder for hire all tied to Bitcoin's use. And then there are those who are concerned about the energy consumption Bitcoin requires. Recently, Elon Musk stopped Tesla from taking Bitcoin as payment for his vehicles because of related concerns about using fossil fuel, especially coal, to provide the energy necessary to mine Bitcoin. Also, while many laud the pros and benefits, there are those who not only maintain skepticism, but see Bitcoin as a bust. As a reminder, I'm not a financial advisor. Especially when it comes to cryptocurrencies, it's up to you to do your own research and know the risks before making any investment decisions. Also, in providing the dark side of Bitcoin, I'm not suggesting it's a bad investment either. As I said, do your own research. So how does our beloved Bitcoin factor into computer hacking, drug dealing, murder for hire, and other nefarious crimes? Well, it started with a website called Silk Road. The original Silk Road was actually a network of trade routes that connected Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Europe from 2nd century BC to the 18th century. The Silk Road not only provided trade of goods, but also of culture, philosophy, religion, science, and technology. The Silk Road website? Slightly different. Launched in 2011, Silk Road became a black market Amazon of sorts where you could buy illegal products and services, drugs seeming to be a big part of it. It was built on the Tor network. Tor is an acronym for The Onion Router, an open source protocol that provided user anonymity. Like many retail websites today, Silk Road provided user reviews to separate legitimate sellers from the riffraff. Well, I guess they were all riffraff because they were involved in illicit activities. But nonetheless, reviews played a pivotal role in differentiating good sellers from scam artists. Hey, customer service can make or break a business, even an illegal one. By no means do I wish to glorify the Silk Road marketplace. Spoiler alert, Ross Ulbricht, the founder of the Silk Road website, will spend the rest of his life in prison. While he may still have access to millions in Bitcoin, as some speculate, I'm not familiar with a prison commissary that takes cryptocurrency as payment. Yet. Of course, if Elon Musk gets into the prison commissary business, it could be a different story. Back to the Silk Road website. In my show notes, I've provided links to a two-part story about the rise and fall of Silk Road, published in Wired Magazine. It's an incredible story, and I highly recommend checking it out. While the site was eventually shut down and the founder arrested and convicted, it took almost three years for that to happen. You may be wondering how millions of dollars in transactions could transpire without alerting authorities sooner. Hello, Bitcoin! Because of the anonymity of transferring the cryptocurrency, personal information was not tied to it, and so Bitcoin was used as payment. Now, before you go out and start your own black market website, two things. Number one, 
you'll have competition because several of those types of sites still exist. Number two, there is always a trail. Remember, all Bitcoin transactions are recorded on the ledger. People talk via chat groups, forums, etc. Ross Ulbricht got caught. Again, I'm not offering financial or business advice, but I personally like to sleep at night as well as maintain some level of moral decency, so I personally don't recommend getting into the black market business. So, Bitcoin and crime, check. What else? As mentioned, Bitcoin mining uses a large amount of energy. How large? According to the Cambridge Bitcoin Electricity Consumption Index, I know, (laughs) you didn't even know one of those existed, but it does. Bitcoin represents 0.51% of global electricity production and 0.59% of total electricity consumption. To provide perspective, Bitcoin's annual energy consumption surpasses the annual energy consumption of Norway. And it gets cold in Norway. The energy usage for space heaters alone is, well, I digress. I've provided the index I mentioned in my show notes, as well as an article that provides a visual comparison of Bitcoin's energy usage. While there are major concerns about the energy usage, Bitcoin is not dependent on a certain type of fuel or energy. In other words, Bitcoin doesn't need the energy created by fossil fuels. It can, and a significant portion does, run on green energy like solar energy. So the greener energy gets, the greener the process of Bitcoin mining will become. But still, using more energy than Norway? That's a lot, and a real issue on a global scale. Even if you overcome Bitcoin being used for criminal activity and consuming a mass amount of energy, there are still the skeptics out there that don't see Bitcoin living up to the potential benefits. In a Motley Fool article, Sean Williams provides 10 reasons why Bitcoin is a terrible investment. Granted, the article was written back in October 2020, and I don't know whether or not Sean has changed his mind, but he brings up interesting considerations. According to Sean, Bitcoin isn't really scarce. It has a utility problem. There's a low barrier to entry. Few, if any, tangible means to value Bitcoin. Fiat currencies may work on blockchain. Blockchain is years from being mainstream. Fraud and theft are serious issues. There's no regulation. The tax situation is a nightmare. And finally, all bubbles eventually burst. I'll provide a link in my show notes to his article. Personally, I don't agree with all his points, but I also think it would be naive not to seriously consider what he's saying. Again, do your own research and read opposing sides to help form a complete picture. Bitcoin started its journey as code, became a conundrum, then clandestine, and now a colossal consumer. I think it's safe to say Bitcoin's journey is far from over. As Oscar Wilde said, Every saint has a past, every sinner a future. Which is Bitcoin? Saint, sinner, or both? Let me know what you think. Email me at biff at cryptofornewborns.com. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, 
And you've been listening to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. Thanks for tuning in.